Seder Snippet Series is generously sponsored by the Saka family in honor of the 50th year at site of Joseph Saka. We are in the second paragraph of Kriyashma, and we're up to the Pasuk. V'chara'af Hashem b'achem, that if Hashem, if we disappoint Hashem, we don't listen to His deeper message, to the Shamoa Tishmu, we fail to be able to hear the penetrating insight and to be obedient for Hashem's blueprint and formula for our lives. Yatzar Sashemayim, the sky, the heavens will hold back the rain and the land will not produce. Why do we uh, mention both? So I believe we said because one might think I'll circumvent the rain, we'll invent irrigation systems, we'll draw from the rivers and the sea. Israel's invented the technology to draw water out of the air. So we'll circumvent. So the Torah is careful to tell us, no, if Hashem wants to prevent our parnasa. If we're disobedient and Hashem wants us to understand there's accountability for our choices, then He will make everything stop and there'll be no flow from anywhere. There's no way to get around it. Hashem ultimately is in charge. Notice that it says uh, that the punishment from Hashem or the accountability, the response from Hashem will come both from Shemaim, the Atzaras Hashemaim, and Ha'adamalo Sitenes Yivula. Both heaven and earth will both interact with us, we'll be able to receive that feedback from both heaven and earth. This is very reminiscent, it's kind of the inverse of what we see at the beginning of Parshas HaAzinu. When Moshe Rabbeinu wants to inspire the people and tell them that you need to repent, you need to return, you need to live on the straight and narrow, you need to observe and be obedient to Hashem's will, he invokes the imagery of heaven and earth. The heaven and earth will testify, or they are the witnesses. The Mephosh and the commentators say at the beginning of Parshas Azinu that Moshe does so to say that this is not just a covenant that you're making with me. This is not just a covenant for this generation, but heaven and earth are here for as long as the universe will exist. This is something that will outlast. This is something which is longer than just the here and now. And that's what he's warning the people. Heaven and earth are the witnesses, and you're not going to outlast. You're not going to outlive these witnesses so that then you can throw off the yoke of heaven and do what you want. But as much as heaven and earth sees it, we are bound as long as we live under the heavens. And perhaps it's the opposite. The inverse imagery is included here. That similarly, if we fail, then heaven and earth will hold us accountable. Since Azinu HaShemayim, they were the ones who were invoked, then they will hold us accountable. But I want to suggest maybe another understanding. A lot of the Hasidic Shisvarim invoke the image of heaven and earth. Hazinu HaShemayim Va'adabera V'sishma Ha'aretz Imrefi. Shemayim and Aretz are not only heaven and earth in the physical, natural sense, but Shemayim represents the heavenly yearnings or aspiration within us. We all have a godly spirit, unlike the animal that walks on all four and faces the ground, the behema that is ba-ma, that is drawn from the ground. The human being walks on two legs. The human being stretches and strives for the heavens. We're called Adam as opposed to the behema that's ba-ma. The Maral says Adam is mina adama. We are poised and we are positioned to grow, to be like the Adama that is fertile soil to be able to grow. We stand on two because we stretch and we strive for the heavens. So Hazinu HaShemayim, if we speak to the heavens within us, then the earth will listen. Hazinu HaShemayim V'adabera, if we nourish our godly soul, if we invest in expanding our Ruchnias, then Aretz, then the physical within us will be transformed, will be affected as well. If that's the insight at the beginning of Parsha Zazina, then maybe here too we fail for the heaven in us to inspire or transform the earth in us. And that's why they both hold us accountable 
perhaps in this in this pasuk. Notice it says mehira that if or when we fail Hashem, we are quickly removed. The land cannot tolerate us. We spoke last time. Hachsharas Avrechem, the Piazetsner quotes in the Bashem Tov, Va'avadatem Mehera, the answer to so many of our failures and shortcomings, the answer to so many of our, of our misgivings is Va'avadatem Mehera, Mehera, we're operating at warp speed. We do everything too quickly, there's so much noise in our lives. Va'avadatem, we have to destroy, we have to eliminate that attitude, that sense of Mehera. But Rashi says something else. Rashi says that when Hashem grows intolerant of our behavior, when we cross that line too much, and Hashem is ready to purge the land of our presence, He does so, Mehera. He does so expeditiously. And Rashi says, this is in contrast to the generation of the flood. Noah specifically was instructed over a long extended period of time to build the Teva, because Hashem wanted to give time. He wanted the people to say, what's going on? What are you working on? What are you doing? So that He'd be able to answer, there's a big flood coming. Everybody, let's turn it around. We can do better. So why here is the Vavarita Mehera? Why is Hashem's tolerance so thin, so quick here? And the Dora uh, Mabul, the generation of the flood, he had more Rashi tells us. Because there, there were no role models. There were no teachers. There was no one to learn from. So Hashem said, partially, Hashem acted almost as a defense attorney. You had no one to learn from. So how could I hold you entirely accountable? I'll give you as long as I can. I'll buy you as much time to turn it around. But now, our generation, we have generations of role models, of inspiration, we have access and exposure to incredible opportunities to learn, to grow, and to be inspired. And therefore, when we fail to take advantage of them, when we reject their messages, Hashem acts quickly, Hashem acts swiftly, He doesn't have a lot of patience. The land that He gets rid of us from is described, Roshwab in the Sefer points out, it doesn't say from the land Asher, Nasan Lachem, that God gave us. It says, Nosein in the Hova, in the present tense, that He continues and consistently is giving us over and over again. It says Rav Schwab, even when we're in the exile, even when we're in the Gullus, we have to realize He didn't give it once, and now it was taken away. He continues to give. But I think there's another message, which is, one should never take for granted. He gave it to us so long ago, and now we're there, and we're there permanently. person has to appreciate and understand Every day he gives it, it is a gift, it is a modern miracle from Hashem. And I think we can understand and appreciate that, as even today, further lockdowns and even more difficulty, something we've taken for granted already now for many years, to be able to go to Eretz Yisrael, to Israel when we want. Hashem nosein lachem, Hashem gives it in the present tense, regularly, we should never take it for granted, but we should express appreciation. And that's also what it means with this, we end this pasuk and we end this snippet. It's described Why is it a good land? What is so good about the land? The fresh vegetables, the fresh fruit, marzipan ragalach. What's so good about this land that it produces? The Mepharshim say, it's not only that the land inherently is good, this is the most unusual soil. This is an earth where has mitzvahs hatzliyus ba'aretz. It's holy. It has a personality. It only is able to tolerate righteousness. It can't tolerate corruption. It expels those who are corrupt. This is a land with a personality to it. And it's a land that has mitzvahs hatzliyus ba'aretz. You could plant from morning to night here in Boca Raton. There's no mitzvah connected to the land. No biblical mitzvah connected to the land. In Eretz Yisrael, mitzvah, the earth itself is rich with holiness and possibility. But more than that, they say, the way in which we were able to conquer and inherit the land 
was Hatova, God's graciousness, His goodness, His benevolence. Yoshua led us in, and through miracles, walking around Yericho and the walls fell down, and each of those cities were conquered through miracles and miracles. And when we contemplate, when we think about the goodness of that land, how kind God gives it to us, the whole world is focused on a, on a piece of land small in the state of New Jersey, and it's ours. He gave it to us, even though everyone's vying for it, and everyone wants it, and it's such a good land, and the miracles and the way in which we're able to, to acquire it, a person should be appreciative to have enormous hakaras atov and a failure to have hakaras atov is a denial of Hashem's goodness.